Nothing, man. Getting everything together uh, for my little podcast on Anchor. Hey, look at podcast crazy. on podcast on podcast. Then let's just kick it off and get into it because I know you got things on your mind. Yeah, man. Uh, we got it. Well, of course, I'm going to play the, the greatest intro of all time. So, of all time. <laughs> let's get this done. Congratulations, you're right on time for the Make It Move show with Mufasa and Poppy Knox. They are totally considerate. Baby, you're not here to try to figure me out. You just need to figure out what I need from you. And if I, I'm going to tell you what I need from you. Very humble. Damn, it feels good to be me. Always respectful. Fuck what you said. <laughs> Thank you, sometimes sometimes That makes me happy. That warms my heart. Truly sympathetic. Most guys don't get it. They don't get the game. They don't even want to play the game. And instead of just um, doing the little bit of work to know what you and I know, like on this one topic even, they would rather make an excuse for not knowing the work. Absolute humanitarians. You know what I'm saying? Stay masculine and always make that person understand you are not that important in my life. Exactly. You give off that energy, and it was good. Completely unstoppable. It's the name of the game. That's why we're always making moves. We're always make, getting better than the last day. Always growing. The Making Moves show begins right now. Night. One of my my favorite. What's going on? What's going on, man? I was thinking about this a moment ago. Uh, I just like being out in the open. Uh, it's fun to do studio work and get a show down pat. At the end of the day, I love the sound of just like regular life. All that to say, uh, I was listening to my one of my favorite James Brown songs, one of my favorite songs of all time, which is just Get On Up. And if we could afford the rights to play that song every episode, that would be the theme song. Oh yeah, true, true. It is. I man, um how can I put this? Um like I gave you, you know, the topic for today, correct? Yeah. And um I'm Hello? Hey brother, you still with us? Yeah, man. Somebody keep calling. So I'm sorry about that. Yeah, the pros and cons. Call. Pros and cons of ego and stuff like that. And um mm-hmm. what I really want done. Can you still hear me? Oh, absolutely. You're good. Yeah, what I really want done is I really want men to use their ego to their advantage. Mm. Okay, I like where this is going so far. You speak in my language. You know what I'm saying? So it's pros and cons. It's kind of like how we, I don't know if it was the last episode. It was one of those episodes where we were talking about duality. You got Mm -hmm. the person, the kid, and like, you know, you got Greg, and then you got Alpha College. You get what I'm saying? And I can't 
be Greg all the time, but I can't be Alphacology all the time. So it's the same thing as with your ego. And I don't think we really explored it yet, but as a man, we need a form of ego. Like we need ego. We need that balance. You can't be all humble all the time and all nice guy. I, I, I speak against nice guys. So we'll do a nice guy episode soon, bro. But, um, <laughs> what? I mean, I'm with you so, so far. Cause at the end of the so day, we, how can you be, how can you be nice if you're not all the other stuff? Cause the only reason that you and I can be genuinely nice is because we are, we know how to fight. We know how to conduct ourselves in violent situations, which gives us a greater appreciation for right. the fact that no one is literally my Not enemy. Like so why would I be rude, rude to them? And so, yeah, absolutely. I'm hearing what you're saying. Yeah. And then on top of that, uh, we all have a tool chest. So we use different tools for different assignments. For different sit- situations. So your ego should be used as a weapon. Mm. Keep going. You bring it out when you need to. You bring it out when you need to, you know, kill some shit and then you uh, put it back, you put it away. A lot of us, we make ego bigger than uh, what it is. Okay. And I'm right there with you. I love my big ego. I use it to do everything from business, dating, uh, networking, negotiations. Like there isn't a time when I'm not using my ego. In what ways are you thinking about it? So um, in a way as, as far as your ego, like what we know about ego, I like to start at the definition of that. You understand what I'm saying? And the, the way society points out egos is... Um, as bad things, but it's really just your self self esteem, right? And your importance, self important. Um, self preservation is the law of the land, and if you don't have self preservation when it comes to manhood and self a sense of self importance, you're not going to live a long, happy life. You just you're, you're going to struggle in a lot of shit. That's the truth, right? That's so, I look at how I use my ego. I don't put myself around people that cannot help me get to the next level, cannot push me, cannot keep me focused. You get what I'm saying? Um, now, if I had what I would call a um, dangerous ego or my beta male ego, I would put myself around people who um, hype me up. You get what I'm saying? Uh, drown out my insecurities, you know. Well, drown out, drown out my weaknesses, or you know, cover for my weaknesses. Right? That's that's the bad part of an ego. You know, you need to be working on something, but you around people who tell you, "Don't worry about it. You don't need to work on that. You're perfect as you are." You know, that is not going to help you. That's when you shouldn't use your ego. You get what I'm saying? Or your ego is what I like to say, not on the level you need it to be on. Because if you actually prioritize yourself and was, ve- you know, looked at yourself as very important, you will be around people who can help you become stronger, become better, become a better version of you. That that really feeds your ego. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> 
that's my take on it. That's my perspective yeah. on it. This is a new perspective. You feed your ego with the right people. It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. You're not feeding your ego the right way if you just get around people who I would like to call, say, hype you up, fans, things of that nature. You understand what I'm saying? Sometimes you need it. You need to be around. It's that fake bravado. Yeah, fake, fake bravado. Uh, you need to be around people who are going to push you. You know what I'm saying? You're going to need to be around people who, hey, man, let's hit the gym so you won't be a fat ass type people instead of saying, hey, I wish I was, I wish I looked like you. Da 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 da. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Now I'm thinking about that more because there's so many different ways to play off of that. So first and foremost, we live in a society that tells us not to do everything you described. And, and I think it is a crime. I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this in any specific way. There are a lot of, this is something that I think about is that you and I, there are a lot of great things about us that we take for granted. And we just presume that other men already know what we know and are already moving the way that we move. And this is one of those topics where until you brought it up, I didn't realize, I mean, of course I knew, but I didn't think about it, that there are a lot of guys that are afraid to have a big ego. And there are a lot of us, and I, including you and I, where we live in a society that has told us, be afraid of the ego, don't feed it, it's too dangerous, it's bad, um, no one's going to like you if you do this, you're not going to make money if you do this, you're not going to get laid. All these things that scare people into... Uh, achieving their true masculine form, which is to say that your ego is an aspect of you that gives you superpowers to do very difficult things. And and that's why I use the word bravado, because bravado, when it's genuine and sincere, is the reason why I can go into a job right. interview and demonstrate assertively why I am the best applicant. To the point where if you're like me, when I go into a job interview, I haven't done one in probably a decade last time I think about it. But uh, actually, yeah, my reputation precedes me that every job interview that I went to, I got the job before I even showed up to the interview. And the interview was just a formality for HR. And so it's like, if I didn't have the ego that I had, if I didn't build the reputation that I, I couldn't build the reputation that I had. And because of that reputation, it paid my bill. And society tells me not to be that man. They said, no, no, the, the, the person hiring you is in charge. Mm. They're in charge of your life, so you got to kiss their ass. But when you, when you have a big ego, you're playing a different game. And at that point, you're not, they're not interviewing you. You're interviewing them. I know I'm fucking great. This is what I can do for your organization. What can you do for me in return? And it's not just money, it's the full package because I'm worth a lot more than any dollar sign on any piece of paper. And I can't say all that. I can't have that positive energy and I can't make a positive impact with that team if I don't demonstrate that. And if I cower and be like, oh, let me be modest. I don't want to come off too tough or whatever. And it's like, all right, that's, that's, that's not meek, that's weak. That's the way out. So as I'm hearing you talk about that, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Right. So I always, I'm glad that you shared that perspective. <clears throat> and I'm always looking at ways to sh- take words that we deem as um, 
and negative that men really need, like manipulation, ego, masculinity, those type words, and actually put put some um positive energy behind it. But my favorite one of my favorite words will be ego. Um, you need that. Believe it or not, you need that. Um, you know, I coach sports. And um, I always tell the boys, man, you got to play with uh, what we call swagger, right? And um, swagger is nothing but playing with an ego. Yes. You know, playing with a sense of self-importance, playing, playing um, with no fear. Because if you, if you really got ego, then you know you, for a fact you're not going to be fearful of certain things. So that's what I've been work, working on with them. Um, and it's a beautiful thing and you know, it feels good to do anything and dominate and be good at it and be on top of the food chain. Mm. Right. Mm. And once you build yourself up to be on top of the food chain and you get the top of the food chain results. Yeah. One thing that helped you get there was ego. So you remember those feelings and you attack it with everything else you do in life. Cause you know the feeling will be rewarding. The dopamine rush it'll give you it'll be something different. You know what I'm saying? That's how I can sit up here and confidently, confidently uh, speak and do my podcast. Because hey, I don't been I I don't been low and I don't been high. You get what I'm saying? On that on that roller coaster. So I know when your when your ego is bruised and hurt. No, that yeah, you, and you got that humble pie. So what you going to do about it? You get what I'm saying? And a lot of guys, they throw the ego out the win- window when they should have been feeding it. Oh, I just got my ass kicked in this boxing ring. I'm not boxing no more. Right? I just got my ass kicked in the boxing ring. I'm not boxing no more. If you had a true ego, you'd be like, you know what? I'm going to be on top. You know, I'm going to win my next fight. You get what I'm saying? What do I need to do mm-hmm. for me to feed my ego and get back on top? You know, you now, know what's going to happen? Like- oh, I'm going to get back in this ring. I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep learning. I'm going to get better. Always. You know what I'm saying? To the point where now that next fight, you're not getting hit so much. You're doing all the hitting. And you fuck around and you win, you win your fight. Boom. Now you can brag. Now you can do whatever you want to do, but everybody know at the end of the day, you fed what needed to be fed as a man. Mm. Because guess what? You want to know what, what, what you want to know where no ego leads you to suicide. Uh, that, that fake shit we call depression. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Exactly. So I know I'm rudely familiar with it. Yeah. So, for for example, now you get sick and you die. They doctor tell you you dying. Well, shit, I've never been good at anything, and I don't know. You don't know the first thing. It all starts in your mind. That's the first thing. You hear me? Oh no, absolutely. So, I don't know if you wanted to add. To oh this. no, no, no. I don't oh, want to interrupt. I'm, I'm just making sure this. because. Ah, this phone keep going in and out. So, <laughs> you know how the green thing pops up. 
when you're talking, I ain't see it pop up. So I'm like, oh shit. Oh, um, <laughs> no, you're good, brother. I, nah, I'm stop. hearing everything that you're saying. And the funny thing is, uh, and I told you this earlier this week, that you are one of the few people in my life. And this is, and I hope every man can say this. I know for a fact, probably 96% of men can't. But whenever I hang out with you, it's the only time in my life, with you and other men like yourself, uh, that I call friends, brothers, it's the only time that I'm introduced to new ways of thinking of familiar ideas. And so here you're saying a lot of powerful stuff that for the people hearing it for the first time, and they can think about differently and it'll help them in practical ways. And then I'm also thinking about how we live in this new generation of men, at least in the West, where they are getting those dopamine hits and those leading to ego trips. However, it's at a lower threshold. They didn't actually have to do anything significant. Damn, I ain't never yeah, seen it. Neither like did that. I until mm. we started talking. So, I mean, you can thank me, but really, you should thank yourself because at the end of the day, uh, you and I, I mean, all right, so you're a fighter. You're, uh, I know you lift weights at a high level that most men will never be, hit the numbers that you lift. In my case, I got business, I got girls, I got different things that I'm going on, and most guys can't do in any one category the things that you and I can do. And and we do it so effortlessly. So our ego comes from receipts, which is what I'm getting at. And then there are a lot of men that get quick receipts without doing too much work. Yes. So you and I may not... Because we, we do live in a social media age. It I'm is, and, and I, I hate that I can't get around that. Um, yeah, it's it's like back in the day, you know, I think we're the last of the Mohicans, my generation, right? Where mm-hmm. if your ass was in that newspaper Saturday morning, you showed, you showed your ass off Friday night playing basketball, football, playing a sport. So when the guy come to you and say, I was always in the paper, you know what type of caliber of athlete or man child he was. He was dominant in his his local area. He was dominant in his in his county or whatever. Nowadays, these kids get got um, how can I put it? A plethora of social media sites, websites, services. You could even um, order your own magazine and they'll write an article for you. You write your own article and they'll publish it. Mm-hmm. So when a young kid say, hey, yeah, I was doing this, I did that. My name was in the paper. They got pictures of me. It's not the same. You got to actually fact check it. You know <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You got to look around. So we come yeah. from a different type of man. And I get this a lot when I'm... um when I'm actually doing my consultations and they're like, I did this, I did that, I did this. And still people aren't respecting me like I should. I'm like, well, because everybody doing that. You get what I'm saying? Because everybody do. Even when I hopped in the podcast game, it's a lot of cats out here that do the podcast, podcast, podcast. But if you look at my numbers, I got over 200 episodes. Over 200 episodes over 200 in like a five, six month span. I wasn't playing around with this shit. You get what I'm saying? 
I got the results. Absolutely. And guess what? People, people to this day, they still come back and say, man, you had, you was on it like every other day. What happened? And I said, nothing happened. I'm still going to do my podcast. I'm still going to do podcasts with Nas. I'm still out there. You understand what I'm saying? But when shit slow down, some people don't understand. I'm like, you don't understand. I said, if you don't know what happened, you, you, you got to go back and listen again. Freeze. We're going back to the show in a moment. But first, in the show's description, there is a link for knoxuniversity.com. This site gives you access to the Take Charge League, which is everything you need to tap into your greatest strengths, improve your shortcomings, and live your ideal life sooner than later. This one guide will forever change your worldview, giving you the confidence to lead happier relationships, always know what to say and do. Grow your network with high net worth professionals, make money with speed, and have a more fulfilling life. Plus, direct access to Poppy Knox and ambitious people like you to ensure you are surrounded by a positive community. So there is no way you can fail. If you are interested in changing your life in any way, Visit KnoxUniversity.com right now to join. That's K-N-O-X University.com. Now let's get back to those unruly men talking about only God knows what. Unfreeze! Because I always tell you, you got to keep growing your life. I'm not here. You know, I tell people I'm not here for your entertainment. I'm here to inspire you to change your life. You get what I'm saying? While I was doing that podcast, those words I was speaking inspired me to change my life. So sometimes that life change, I had to put down that the podcast mic and achieve some goals. I had to put down that that mic and actually solidify my um my legacy, part of my legacy. I had to write my book. I had to get my licenses. I had to actually find a new property, a new asset in my life. That shit takes focus for me because that's very important to who I am. And that all helps. That all kind of comes from ego. You get what I'm saying? That helped me get to that that far. You got to have some type of ego to sit back and put yourself on a podcast, to sit back and write a book and tell people to go read your book. You got to. Exactly, exactly. And that's why I like why you, the way you started this off, you describe what ego is. And at the end of the day, it's a spectrum. It's a spectrum from I don't think highly of myself to I think highly of myself. And, and I can accept that there's a small degree of delusion that's part of it, where I, at least in my case, I have to be deluded to do some of the things that I've done. Uh, I remember the first time I met President Bill Clinton, and I'm standing in a room full of people, everyone's kissing his ass, and they're like, oh, thank you. I just met the president. This is so cool. Thank you for coming to our spot. And I'm like, that's just pathetic. Like, one, yes, I, I respect and revere his stature. He used to be a former president. This is back in, like, 2005, 2006, I think. I, I don't really remember. And I'm like, I'm in this room. So, one, I'm deserving to be in this room. I have this opportunity that literally 99.9% of the world will never have stand besides a u.s president or even the leader of their country 
uh, respectively. And so because of my ego, and I, I shook his hand, of course, and then with my left hand, I gave him my business card. And I said, hey, it's nice to meet you, sir. You should give me a call sometime. <laughs> Because I do great work, and this next chapter of your 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 career, I want to be a part of it. Not because I genuinely wanted to work with Bill Clinton. I mean, I have nothing against. Well, actually, at this point in my life, not, things that I've learned since that day, I wouldn't want to do business with. But at that point, when I was ignorant of all the the controversies, I was like, oh, of course, I would want a U.S. president to be in my portfolio of co- clients. And and so I had to be deluded enough to think that he would actually take me and my work seriously. Otherwise, otherwise I wouldn't make that stand that 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 I wouldn't get, make that gesture. However, even without that delusion, even the fact that I know he would never technically uh, work with me, I didn't want to be like everybody else in the room kissing his ass. I wanted him to see me as some sort of equal. And and it's because I have my ego. It's because exactly. I had that small little bit of delusion. Instead of uh, treating him like another peasant, oh, the king came down from his mighty ivory tower to say hello, and let me wave, and maybe I might get a handshake. I was saying, no, I belong in that ivory tower. If anything, I'm going to erect my own ivory tower. So I see this man as a man. And, and maybe it's partly because I grew up in New York. We see celebrities all the time. But if I see Jay-Z walking down the street, he goes to the same bagel shop as me. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, let me bow down and, and worship, worship, worship. It's, oh, this guy eats bagels just like I eat bagels. So he's just as fucking human as I am. I want him to see me as an equal, yeah, man. not a fan. And my, my ego, my ego don't even, my ego makes me see all men, all men as equals. <laughs> Oh, okay. As Tell my, me more about that. Because off the off the bat, uh, I don't agree. My ego, my ego makes me see all men as equals. You can either uh, help me get my lunch, or you gonna, you know, are you gonna be my dinner? Yes. So that's how in I that look sense, at. It. I agree. I agree. I like that. So, like that. so at some point in time, I never met a man that had me what I call across the board that was bigger, faster, and stronger. Right? Never met him. Still ain't meet him to this day. Um, is it cat? Wait, who is this? I missed the name. No, no. I said I never met a man that was bigger, faster, and stronger. Oh, got it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. When I walk and that'll always be true. When I walk into the room, I don't give a damn. I'm the toughest motherfucker in the room. Indeed. And I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work like that, and I'm you. I'm gonna have energy like that, or else. It's just okay. I'm the toughest motherfucker in the room. That's how I, I believe that. If it if it came down to it, I have to save your ass. You know what I'm saying? So, if I walk in the room, like I don't been in rooms with celebrities and stuff, and then shit, I don't say much to them. If I like, if I respect their work, I like what they do, then I say something to them. Most of, most of the guys don't see it that way because they don't understand how ego works. So, if I I look at divine um, selection, intervention, whatever we want to call it, where if I'm in the room, I'm supposed to be be there. God wanted me there. So I'm here. You know, my, my ego is usually connected to the most high anyway. So if I'm in, in the room, Amen. I'm supposed to be there. Um, 
I don't know if I'm supposed to be there long. I don't know if I'm supposed to be there just to experience something real quick or I'm supposed to be there for a couple of hours or a couple of days. But if I'm there, I'm supposed to be there. And um, I'm going to impact that environment. And uh, the whole situation was, um, it was funny because this was when I was in college. I'm going to give you a situation where I was in a VIP section with a bunch of NFL players. And then toward the end of the night, they was asking me what team I played for. I'm like, man, I don't play football. Oh, you look like da 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 da. Oh, you look like you could do this, that. I'm like, yeah, I can, but that's not that's not the path, you know, that was assigned to me. You get what I'm saying? And um, I tell men like that all the time. I say, man, all your goals are connected to your ego. Yeah, all your goals. They must be. In fact, that's yeah. the way I judge men. It's um, every now and then, whether it's someone I know or someone I'm passing by in the barbershop, I'm like, hey, what are your goals? Just a casual conversation, especially if it's someone that I care about because I want to see how I can help that person. And, and based on their goals, it lets you know everything I need to know about who they are. Uh, we'll use the example of you're a barber and you're like, oh, I want to get five new clients by the end of the year. I'm like, five? Why are you aiming so fucking low? Like, we can get five in the next 10 minutes. Why would you worry about five for the next four months? And, and, and so, yeah, this is how men are always comparing themselves to one another. And, and, and as a brother, as a fellow brother, I'm like, all right, if you're aiming low, I'm going to say, how come I'm going to ask you that set of questions? Like, why are you aiming so low? Why do you believe that you can't get that in the next hour? And then it becomes a conversation that will tell me more about whether or not they can go. Hey, I remember. I, I I'm yes. sorry to cut you off, but I remember. Was it you that tell me what's stopping me from getting paid? Uh, uh, I've talked a few things about you with money. I don't I like that you charge so little. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is me the fuck up. <laughs> like that shit is like an ego check. Like, wait a minute, man. So you telling me fifty six dollars an hour for the consultation is too little? Like. And then yeah. doing my research and I see these dudes that just don't hold a candle to, to the shit I do. Exactly. And my thing is, and this is true uh, of everybody, this is true of you. Um, I, I've learned it myself and I'm always practicing to go more. Um, so I charge $250 for half an hour. And I think you should do the same. Like, just do it. Just do it. Because at yeah, the end of the day, yeah. you are worth it. People are willing to pay that. And the type of person, think about it this way, because the type of person that pays that much is actually it is more likely to commit to whatever you tell them to do and is a better caliber of person in general. And that's why I want these cats to, that's the type of people I want is just to buy into the process to becoming the most alpha male version of themselves. And, yeah. and the, the simplest way to do that as a man is to say, I am worth $250. Half hour of my time is worth $250. And by that, I mean, whether you're me charging that amount or the other person paying that amount because they are saying that my life is so great that I'm willing to invest $250 to have a 30-minute conversation that'll make the thirty next 30 years of my life that much better. And some men aren't willing to say that. And then and that goes back to the ego thing. They have a small ego and they said, no, I'm only willing to spend $5. But honestly, if we're looking at the numbers, most men won't even spend five bucks on themselves. 
to become better. God, to God, see that's why I need you to uh, jump because I just um, made uh, Alpha Ecology a month- monthly subscription to the point where, bro, if you can't dedicate four, four or five dollars a month, that says a lot about you. You know what I'm saying? It does. It does. And and I know people are, well, our one listener is getting mad. They're like, wait, what are you doing? You're, you're jacking up the prices. Uh, Inflation, baby. <laughs> it is what it is. But here's the other side of it, because there will be that one person that doesn't complain. And I'll even use myself as an example. There are things that I say no to simply because I cannot afford it. And the fact that I can't afford it pisses me the fuck off. And because I'm angry that I don't have it, it's not that the price is too high. I, I will never tell someone that his price is too high. What I will say is I do not have it dot, dot, dot yet. Y-E-T. However, because I'm the man that I am, because I want better for myself, I will become the type of man that can afford it later. And because I'm on that journey, when I finally have the tab, I'm going to put it down and be like, all right, cool. Let's do this thing together. Let me buy that car. Let me take this consult. Let me hire this employee, whatever the case may be. And that's really what I'm getting at with all this talk, which goes back to the topic of ego, because there are select few individuals, these special people that'll be so positively inspired by that new price point. And instead of getting mad and getting angry at you, they get mad at their situation where where it should be focused and they make themselves a better person to the point where when they can finally uh, own, when they can finally pay for a half hour of my time, they're already a better human being because they committed to themselves in a way that most people will never do. And again, that's why I say like these people are better people and it, it's not a fun thing for some people to hear. And who knows, maybe, if not today, maybe tomorrow, that might be a cancelable offense. But at the end of the day, people who invest in themselves, literal money, and you can invest in yourself in so many ways, but people that invest large sums of money in themselves are saying, I am worth this much and nothing less. And there's a reason why when you get to a certain level, you start buying expensive things. It's not a keeping up with the Joneses thing. That's the way poor people think about money because they don't have it. So they, they turn into these evil, terrible things. Yes. Are some people keeping up with the Joneses? Absolutely. And then there's this other world of it. The ones that are generationally wealthy that will pass down wealth to their kids. Those people aren't doing it to keep up with the Joneses. Those people are doing it because you know what? $5 water tastes better than free water. I'm not drinking tap. I'm drinking sparkling. Or this special type of water that only makes 500 bottles a year, I'm going to spend $10,000 on that because I am worth it. Not to stunt, because most of them don't even know that water exists. Who am I going to stunt to? They're just going to see a bottle of water and be like, oh, that's nice. They don't even know what it's really worth. But I know what it's worth because I know what I'm worth. And that's what it is to have a big ego. It's, It's the spectrum of do you respect yourself a little bit or respect yourself a lot? And a motherfucker, I respect myself a lot. Nice and simple. For me, it's simple. That's it. That's perfect, man. Hey, I do want to um, go ahead and wrap this up. 
I did want to let you guys know I appreciate y'all for, you know, letting me share my insight on ego and how to feed it correctly. You know, uh, you'll probably run something, another ego podcast back at a later date with even more results. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and that's one of the reasons why I kind of pull back on my podcast too, because I just ain't want to be talking, talking, talking and ain't accomplished shit. You know what I'm saying? I needed more. I needed more criteria. I needed more material. And when I meant material, I meant hardware for me, more results for myself. I had to go out there and practice what I preach. Had to put that phone down for a couple months. You get what I'm saying? I had to spend time, you know, meditating and praying. You know, I had to get my mind right. Had to develop uh, new ways, new sayings. I had to make sure I was listening to my people, but more perspectives, taking in more perspectives, taking in more, more, um, more commentary than I usually take. So now I'm back and I got even a uh, even bigger picture with more details. And I was telling, um, I had made a, a tweet about that. I was like, people who want to argue details usually hate, you know, want to discuss details usually hate the bigger picture. Uh, people who, you know what I'm saying? And somebody said people who um, only want to discuss the bigger picture hate the small details. And I just want to let you guys know we are bigger picture guys over here. Mm-hmm. All right. So big mm-hmm. picture is, you know, doing what we need to do, creating a legacy, building, building a kingdom. And now... <laughs> You understand what I'm saying? I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at the image of imagine a king with a small ego. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> building, building that, building that shit, and having a um, like my man Chronicles of Judy like to say, a rulership mindset that comes from mm-hmm. doing what needs to be done, and sometimes it's gonna fucking suck. I'm not gonna sit up here and sugarcoat shit. I'm not gonna tell you every day you're gonna be wake up. And motivated to do your fu- to hit that gym. So be- better yet, the best days that you really need to go and you really get that shit popping and is the days that you just don't feel like doing it, but you throw your ass in there anyway. That's called discipline. Discipline will always beat motivation. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, well, I mean, that's a fine place as any to stop. Uh, we'll definitely. I mean, I'm reflecting on it already. I'm, my mind is going so many different places, but I'm glad that you brought this topic to us and we could talk about it, think about it in new ways and help our listener out with the way that they want to introduce it and think about it differently in their lives. Uh, absolutely fantastic. We need more egos and the world will be a better place if most of us had big egos. And it only takes one person to make that shift. And we all know that one person in our life that inspired us the most and, and that's really all we're talking about. Do you have a positively inspiring and motivational uh, personality? And that's where that ego comes from. Because I can't, I can't inspire you if I think very little of myself. Because I'm not inspired that's about what, my own life. So we're going to get back to staying on this top of this shit, inspiring the men to be better. Because I know mm-hmm. if I inspire you to be better and you fuck around and become a billionaire, I know you're going, I know they're going to sprinkle 
what needs to be sprinkled over here. You know what I'm saying? Or a millionaire. I done had those. I don't, I'm not going to lie. I done had those checks, those cash ups come in and say, thank you for helping me get to this level. Yeah. And um, that's what, another reason why I did it. I never got into it, got into this necessarily for the money. You get what I'm saying? But when you know what you're doing and you love what you do, they'll pay you for it. That's what I learned. Beautiful. Well, thank you. If those are your last thoughts. We'll leave it at that. Uh, yeah, fellas, always invest in yourself to the point where if you have less than 100K in the bank, invest every dollar because every dollar you invest will get you closer to having 100K liquid cash. And when you have that cash, you can do whatever the fuck you want. It, it makes getting your first million a whole lot easier. However, you can't get that 100K cash if you're not investing every dollar you have practically living broke to get to the point where you can effortlessly make money. Uh, but that, that's all it is. And I wish you all the best. Uh, thank you for this lesson, Mufasa. It's a beautiful one. And it's not one that gets to be... What I like about our show is that, and I get this every week, I'm sure you get it too, which is thank you for the show because every episode is better than the last. And that was always our goal. I, I even said it back on the first episode, but absolutely, these ideas build on each other. And I hope you're making the most out of them. And even if you're not, we're still going to keep doing it. <laughs> Someone's being helped if it ain't you. I appreciate it. Word, word, word. But, uh, peace out. This is not tea, it's protein. Yeah, yeah, dig it. Always making moves. Always making money. Peace.